Micro Queers, your weekly roundup of queer horror shorts. I'm Joe. And I'm Trace, and we're talking animation again with Juliette. Mm-hmm. This time we've gotten a little French. I did not expect that when you sent that to me, Joe. I'm gonna play Dom, though, and say that I don't quite think I understood the ending of this film, so you might need to help me out. Okay, interesting. Yeah, so folks, if you haven't had a chance to check out the short, this is just under seven minutes long, and it is in French, although it's made by a Portuguese director in Laura... Uh, help me out, is it? I'm going to say Dadazio. And of course, as per usual, the link to the video is in our show notes. Yeah, so if folks haven't had a chance to check this out, the very, very brief synopsis of this is Juliet is a shy girl terrified to catch a ride with two women that are not paying any attention to the road. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought, I thought there was like, I think you were going to continue. <laughs> no, I know. When you look at it, you think, well, there is a little bit more to that. I mean, sure, it's seven minutes long, but there's a, a smidgen more to that where, you know, there's an accident and the two women are killed and you're not sure whether it was done by Juliet or if it was done in the accident and there's some psychosexual stuff going on. It's all very fun. Fun. Oh, th- that's a word for it. Um. Basically, like, yeah, she's, like, stalked by eyes. Oh, it's beautifully animated, I should point out as well. But the eyes wind up being a a younger version of herself who killed these women? I I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, so here, maybe I can shed a little bit of light on this. So Alter actually has a bit of an explanation as to why they picked this on the link on YouTube. And it says that they were looking to expand on their international films. So they chose this one from, uh, they say, our more sexually liberated friends in France, because there is a sexualized component to this. There is a a menage a trois lesbian makeout scene. I mean, even the dialogue between the girls in the the opening scene, it's it's one scene, uh, when they're talking about big cocks and butt fucking. Mm -hmm. Like, I was... I mean... (laughs) I've seen, like, you know, mature animation before, but it always kind of takes me aback because I think my mind is still in, like, that this is for children mindset. Um, Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, to hear, I mean, to hear them talking about big cocks, I was like, all right, okay, you do you, Juliet. (laughs) Well, it's important to note, too, that um, although this is a Portuguese director, I'm presuming that she's working out of France, which is why this is in French. I did find this other interview with her where she talks about trying to use adult animation to break into the horror genre. Because as we've talked about in France, horror is not a popular genre. So she wanted to use her craft to try to gently move that conversation forward. And I thought that that was interesting because yeah, like not only do we not often see a lot of animated adult films, but particularly not horror adult animated films either we've got a couple more on the list so this won't be the last one we cover oh i I don't doubt that at all i feel like i feel like shorts are a really good like 
I feel like a, a good chunk of shorts are animated just because I don't know maybe because it's because they're shorts it's uh it's not as um an, as arduous of a task as doing a feature length animated film. I can only imagine that if you're an animator doing a short compared to doing a full feature length is like night and day like yeah. you could maybe work for a short period of time on a short and feel like you've accomplished this whereas <laughs> if you're going to make a feature it's like a big commitment. So, all right, what do we make of this? I mean, do you think that it's supposed to be more open-ended as to what the the younger version of herself represents? Or did you get a clear reading of it from the get-go? So I see this almost as, and you're going to tell me if you find this a weird reading. I feel like this is a version, like an animated version of high tension. So... Okay, I, I can see that. Because, I mean, because I, I, I assume that there was a queer component. I mean, there is a queer component to it in the kind of menage a trois scene. So do you think that this is like her queerness, like killing the the objects of her lust? Okay, so to come back to this altered description, it says, The film explores the struggles a teen girl is going through with puberty and her sexual awakening, which goes against her strict religious upbringing, as evidenced in the Virgin Mary crying blood. Uh... To protect herself from these feelings she doesn't understand, the girl lashes out to murderous end. So in this way, you can see this little miniature doppelganger as as like the version of herself that protects her from having to deal with her confusing coming of age sexuality. And I want to make it clear, it's easy to look at this and say, oh, she's a lesbian who's struggling with her queerness. I actually read her as a bisexual because there's also the scene where she looks at the man's torso on the phone and gives it a proper lick. No bi erasure, that's good. So, hey, but do you find that, because obviously the, the, the biggest complaint with high tension is that it's possibly homophobic i mean we haven't discussed it on our main feed yet but um that's definitely a complaint lodged against it and yeah with that reading of it i don't really view this as that especially when you bring in the religious aspect because i mean if you grow up religious and you are queer you i mean there's like a self-hatred i mean i'm only speaking from my point of view, of course, because I grew up, as I've discussed before, Catholic, there, there's like a self-hatred there or like a constant feeling that you're wrong. Mine never manifested in murderous ways, but I guess I can, I kind of get it. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely something here that suggests that it's the fault of religion for causing her to feel like the feelings she's experiencing are unacceptable and therefore resulting in murderous impulses but are we led to believe that that she killed the girls after the fight okay after the fight after the crash (laughs) sorry (laughs) well it's a bit of a fight where she's like pay attention to the fucking road (laughs) (laughs) stop looking at dicks on your phone kids this is a psa don't look at dicks while you're driving because you could get into a car accident (laughs) to be fair the girls were being real bitches to her um they were not nice to her so i mean there's also an aspect of bullying there so when coupled with those those feelings of of sexual awakening for a member of the same sex, I, I like it kind of goes hand in hand, I guess. Also, sexual attraction for your bullies, too. That's a whole other avenue. Indeed. Yeah. I mean, I think the thing that I gravitated to in this is the dichotomy between the ages, right? Like Juliet is clearly younger, and that's why she doesn't have the experience with these feelings and that's where some of the problems are coming from Mm -hmm. but it's also because these two girls are so hyper sexualized in the front seat right like 
you know, they're they're literally pulling off their seatbelt so that they can take a better look at this man's torso. And I also love the decision to use an actual photo as opposed to an animated yes. photo because it's so visually striking. Not just because, you know, I appreciate a good torso, but... Of course. Um, also, though, like, it, the girls... All of all three of them are very um, top heavy. I guess is the phrase I will use. <laughs> <laughs> when have you ever been polite about boobs? <laughs> uh, and so yeah, I mean I, that that would make sense that the 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 murderous side of herself has not sexually matured in in, in the body. Like she is like a child. She hasn't developed her breasts yet. Yeah, uh, I see. Alter describes the animation style as a sexualized good girl of Betty Boop. And I was like, oh, yes, I see it now. And this might be so reductive, but I was getting anime vibes from that, from from the oversized breasts. But yes, that the Betty Boop is probably a more apt comparison. Yeah, because anime doesn't actually... Uh, the anime that I've seen doesn't do as much of that. That's actually right. more of a North American animation style. Like, particularly if you look at superhero drawings where it's like big ass titties right. all the time. <laughs> ass, titties, ass and titties. Uh, Have you never heard that song? (laughs) I mean, it sounds familiar. (laughs) Two asses, four titties. Two asses, four titties. (laughs) Okay, not where I thought you were going with that. It's it's a song. (laughs) Um, No, yeah, but I I think, yeah, that, that... That does make sense. Um, yeah, I uh, now I kind of want to rewatch it, like knowing. I mean, I should have probably done a bit, a bit more analysis, or a bit more of a of research into it before jumping into this. But I thought it'd make for a better discussion in case any of our other listeners watch this and maybe walked out confused. I mean, this isn't one that's going to hold you by the hand. It's kind of like, yeah. okay, are you like? I'll admit, the first time I watched this, I completely missed the Virgin Mary crying blood. Like I, I saw it, but I didn't make a connection to it. I was like, oh, that's just some weird religious imagery, and her like fever dream and I, I i did catch it but it's like i think it's because immediately after though it's when all the gore happens so it's like it's there mm-hmm. but then i forgot about it because i feel like so much happens right afterwards and again that's on me for not paying better attention to it uh, i mean the, there's something very visually pleasurable about this like i like the color choices the animation does feel smooth and actually i should cop to the fact you said anime and i immediately was like well actually no but the way that even like the blood is shot like coming out of wounds actually does Mm -hmm. lend itself to an anime vibe there you go so would you watch a feature length version of this be it animated or live action definitely not live action because i think the appeal of this to me is this animation style i find it really really compelling Mm -hmm. i would 100 percent watch a longer version of this i don't know if you could do a full length unless it was you know we've talked a lot about oh would you make this as a kind of may-esque movie where it's just about a confused girl and you get to see part of her growing up and what does she become i don't think i'd want that for this because part of the attraction is the weird hallucinatory vibe of it and i don't know how that would work with an animated film for feature length but i would have loved to see like a 30 minute version of this yeah i can see that i can see that as well i i think you can i mean while i agree that the animation is a big like is a major component of the film and that's part of its draw i can see the story of like told in live action in longer form I would definitely want it to be handled by a queer person, given that it is about kind of like that self, the rejection of one's own sexuality. So I think it would be easy to be mishandled outside of a queer person's hands. That is very fair. I mean, and just honestly, let's get more 
queer directors and creatives working, right? Oh, yeah. And maybe one final thing to kind of close the conversation is thinking about the idea of doing this as a live action. In the other interview that I was referencing, the Q&A that Alter did with Laura D'Addazio, she actually talks about her horror character that she relates to on a spiritual level this won't mean as much to you but for folks who have seen twin peaks she mentions laura palmer is her quote-unquote horror spirit animal we don't use that term because that's uh, appropriation for indigenous people i will have you know that i have seen the first season and a half of twin peaks Oh, there you go. Okay. So, <laughs> so I do know. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, so Laura Palmer is actually very apropos when you think of this little girl as having kind of a, a light side and a dark side. Mm-hmm. And how does she manage the complexities and the desires of each of those? Because really, Laura Palmer does have those different personalities, like the cute popular and the well behaved and the evil and tormented burning soul. That's what Laura mentions in this uh interview and i think that's actually very apt like you could see twin peaks almost being an adult or a more adult version of live action of this. it is but to my i mean again i haven't finished twin peaks but laura palmer does not become a murderess right uh she gets into some super bad shit okay where she becomes a sex worker and a <laughs> drug addict and a thief and I would say go and check out Fire Walk with me, but that's really for the hardcore dedicated Twin Peaks yeah. people. It's not an easy watch. I own the whole damn set, so maybe one day, but... It's really good. Okay, well, listeners, let us know what you thought of Juliet. Did you enjoy it? Were you left a little confused like me, or did you kind of read into the, the more complex aspects of it? Let us know. And, uh, yeah, until next week, on that note, we can cross out Juliet. Yes, and cross out microqueers. Disgusting Podcast Network, home of creepy, disturbing, and terrifying creepy pastas, SCP archives, weekly full cast storytelling, horror queers, genre commentary from an LGBTQ perspective, and the Boo Crew. For horror-centric interviews, listen free wherever you stream audio and at bloodydisgusting.com slash podcasts.